0: Hello and welcome back to Texans Talk Money. Thank you all for joining us on another episode. And today we are back with somebody that y'all have already heard from. Uh, if you'd introduce yourself again for us, please.
1: Hey guys, my name is Kez and I am a peer financial coach with, with Kyla over at Texan Smart.
0: Yep. If y'all don't remember, she was in our budget episode with us. So today she's back to talk about a topic that's I guess a bit more uh, current for us. We are currently in the month of April and for us at Texan Smart and for most people in the financial world, this is Financial Literacy Month. And we are just gonna be talking a little bit about what it means to be financially literate, to have financial literacy, just things like that. So Kez, do you wanna start us off with um, what you think about financial literacy? Sure.
1: So first to define financial literacy, I know a lot of people really don't call it financial literacy, but what financial literacy is, is just the basic knowledge of financial tools and skill sets that you obtain while just glancing at your finances. So that's whether you know how to budget, that's if you know how to invest, how to borrow, savings, everything that you know about your money and just protecting it, that basically is financial literacy.
0: Yep. I think... I found a website the other day. It was called Inside Higher Ed. And this website had a survey on there talking about how students were rating themselves on how financially literate they feel like they are. And only four out of 10, like on average, four out of 10 students said that they felt they were excellent or good. So that means six out of 10 of those students feel like they are not good at financial literacy, don't know what it is. And I think that's what we're here to do to help them learn more about it.
1: Definitely. I think those six students just wasn't really confident in the knowledge that they knew and confident enough to say that it was financial literacy. Even if you know a small piece of information, anything about money, that is domed as financial literacy. And I just don't think that Really people are really confident when it comes to money. Not a lot of us are, not not a lot of us like to talk about it. I know it could be a sensitive topic for some of us, But I don't just think they really get it fully. So we're just here to help you guys understand.
0: Exactly. I think financial literacy is a base, like it's a foundation. Like you're building a house. You need the foundation to start off to build everything on top of. And financial literacy is what you're building it on top of. You're going to need that financial literacy to learn how to use your money, how to budget, how to pay for college. It's just helpful things to know before you just start getting into the real world with all the real world money problems that we all face.
1: <laughs> Definitely. I know for sure I am not ready for those. And I do like the example of it being a foundation because it truly is the first step to knowing your finances.
0: Yep, exactly. I think, um, one way that you can start becoming financially literate is I guess what you're doing right now. You're listening to this podcast right now. You're, you've already taken that step to start learning more about your money. Um, uh, if you've listened to some of our episodes before this, you've learned how to budget. You've learned how to understand your student loans better.
1: Right. Um. Becoming financial literate, I know that not a lot of people really want to set the time to really study for it, but truly it is studying, it is researching, it is understanding hardcore values of how to protect your money. It is a skill set that I feel is very essential for anyone to learn at any age. Exactly. So... Why should you become financially literate? So everyone needs to understand the basics of money. So once you gain that knowledge of money itself, you then proceed to learn to how you want to manage it. So whenever you start your corporate job or any job in your field, once you graduate college, you're now making the big boy, big girl, big person money. Mm -hmm. And everybody needs to know where to start or continue because some people already have that budget and have that knowledge of how they want to go about their finances. And they establish that in college. So the importance is basically when it comes down to financial literacy is to keep your head above water, give you that cushion that you need for any emergency um, emergencies that pop up that you might need that money for.
0: And it's definitely good to start off earlier. I know I wish I had started off before college and some people start way after college just because they go through those like life impacting money moments, maybe something with a mortgage, your house, something happens and just... It makes you really take a hard look at your money and what you know and just think, why didn't I think of this beforehand? Why am I having to come to the worst circumstances possible to understand my money and how to use it?
1: Yeah, I understand that. And financial literacy, it's very important. And to talk about why it's important, nobody is able to see in the future. So we never know when emergency is going to occur. So we need that safety net Mm -hmm. when it comes to our expenses. So it's important to keep an understanding of personal money management. So that helps us tackle any loose ends expenses that pop up that we forget about or a surprise creeps up on us. We forgot to play that Netflix Netflix bill. And then we can email (laughs) saying that our account is on hold. And it's like, well, I don't have that in my budget. That's what this is for. And it goes hand in hand with our budgeting. It goes hand in hand with just knowing how to just identify your income and identify that any money is being pulled out of and from where and how much that it is yep i
0: have that written down right here in front of me like for one of the ways to start learning your financial literacy is to learn how you like how much you know you're going to learn how much you need to know um one way to do this is by keeping a budget learning your habits and learning how to train yourself out of maybe some of those nasty habits maybe spending a hundred dollars at tj maxx on a weekend like you don't need to do that like most of the time you probably don't need to do that i know i've done that before and i reflect on those moments and i think wow was that uh purchase really necessary did i need all of those new clothes
1: exactly (laughs) definitely kind of call me out with the tj maxx one because i do love to go to tj maxx every sunday if you didn't know that's when they get their truck in so they have new inventory if you want to keep that piece of information oh yeah so basically just to build on top of what people already know so ways to improve your knowledge about financial literacy. You always want to use any any resources that you come across. So for one, obviously, is our podcast. It's going to be our office downstairs in the Thompson Student Center in room 12. Um, You would have to study it just like you would study anything else. You would have to check out websites. There's plenty of YouTube videos. And there's even apps, because I know this day and age, we tend to try to find an app first or a website or a YouTube video. Nobody really wants to reach out to, like, their Financial, um, personal financial.
0: But that um, uh, coach, personal financial coach, those are great resources. It might not be in your budget to have one of those people just like readily at hand. But it's a great thing to have if you can afford something like that. They can keep you in check, keep you up to date on what your personal finance situations are like.
1: Exactly. And I know a lot of students really don't feel comfortable sitting down with anyone older. So I think that our office provides that just that young feel
0: somebody more comfortable. who understands the situation that you right. are in right now like i can probably better understand how a college student feels today than maybe a professor who was in college 20 years ago trying to talk about the money because granted they know what the situations are like it's just um there's a bit more currentness to it yeah. i guess you could say just something more relatable to happen there
1: I know for sure that I would rather sit down with somebody who has experienced it recently than someone, as you were saying, Kyla, that has been in college long before I was. Yep. And they do have that knowledge. So you still don't have to be afraid to reach out to a professor if you would prefer to talk to your professor about it. They know this like the back of their hand. They've been doing it for years. And our peer financial coaches are really good about that. We're certified. So we know what we're talking about. And we understand because... 80% Eighty percent of us is going through what you're going through right now. If it makes you feel better, I most definitely am. But I still know how to teach you and coach you and help you improve.
0: One uh, resource that I found online, and I've I've looked at this since I was in high school. I I was I dabbled in like looking at the markets, never really investing in the markets when I was in high school, just because I was curious about it. But I found this website. It's called Investopedia. And I was looking at this the other day and they have great resources for just learning about your money. I There's just so much on there. There's one large category on there or article on there called The Ultimate Guide to Financial Literacy. And when I was doing research for this episode, that is where I went back to the most. They have so much on there from like whenever you're going to be going into retirement to what you should know whenever you're starting out, that is just a great resource to use whenever you're trying to learn about this stuff.
1: I know on my end, when I was doing research, I found this app named Zogo and they offer like little mini quizzes and offer little summaries about little pieces and bits of information. There's also this website I found called ddimetre.com. It offers Online chats with experts, if you have any questions, they have their own um, videos that they provide to break down everything from budgeting, from a 401k, for even more retirement funds and things like
0: that. Mm-hmm. I will say something that we're currently doing in our office that I think is a great resource or not currently, it was last week that we were doing this in our office. We had a financial literacy week and I'm telling y'all, this is one of my favorite things that we've done in our office. If you heard that episode that we did with credit with Felisa on there, she has been heading this event for, I don't know, maybe since the beginning of the year, about three months long. Yeah. She's done an incredible job on this. I All of her information on here is great. Is there anything that really stood out to you about our event that we had?
1: I liked the whole week. So my favorite was Monday, April 3rd. We handed out cupcakes in the Thompson Student Center. We had Wellington Bank there as a guest. We partnered with them. So to enter our raffle, um, we had to ask Wellington Bank, a question and a lot of our students had questions and very good questions. And even though they had already established like a checking and savings account, there was always more questions to ask and they had walked away with more information than they knew coming in. And it was just a good outreach event. I mean, we had like five dozen cupcakes that we gave out. We even had edible $100 bills on top of the cupcakes, guys.
0: That was just, a. I think that was just kind of funny watching everybody's face thinking like, I I can eat the money. And it was like, yeah, it it was either good reactions or bad reactions. I know it was a mix
1: of like, (laughs) this is good. This is the worst thing I've ever tasted. And then there was some people's like, this doesn't taste like anything.
0: I was one of those people that it didn't taste like anything to me.
1: Personally, I thought it was gross.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we what did we all do? So Wednesday, we had a financial trivia thing where we just stopped in the student center. We asked a bunch of students a whole bunch of questions just to see if they Remembered any of the information that we had told them throughout the week. I thought they did fairly okay for what we had given them. What do you think?
1: I think they did good. I think they answered the questions pretty good before we gave them the tips that was on the pamphlet. I mean, a lot of you guys know about our office. A lot of y'all know what we do. And I think that's great seeing our office expand all throughout campus. And then that takes me to Tuesday. So the day before on the 4th, we had our social media day where we just posted a quick session of a Q&A of any financial literacy that you already knew. We had students Repost, we had them share, we had them like, and things like that. And I just think it's great seeing the reaction that we got from our peers.
0: I know, I love seeing the students like be outgoing and like trying to learn this stuff. I know it's not the most fun stuff to learn about, but if we can make it interesting and make it uh, into a way that y'all want to learn about it, I think we've done our job in trying to help you understand more about your finances.
1: I think we're one of the few offices on campus that makes people comfortable and excited to see us when we are tabling no shade to any other office but kind of a little bit of shade sorry so on thursday we gave away our freebies and a lot of you guys on campus have a bunch of our buttons stickers and our squishies our little stress balls A lot of you guys love our freebies, so we just take it and rerun with it. Every time we do an event, you're going to see that prize wheel out there. And whenever they see our prize wheel on the table, even if they don't know us, they're like, can we spin it? Can we spin it? And we just get a lot of traction there. And we're just thankful for everybody that came out. I think it was a really great week overall, and Felicia did an amazing job heading it.
0: Yeah, I, I was quite proud of how everything turned out and ran last week. But honestly, I think we've done a great job talking about All of our financial literacy endeavors and all that fun stuff. Is there anything else that I've forgotten about that you want to tell our listeners here today, Kez?
1: I just want to tell our listeners that don't be shy in what you know. Any piece of information that you know about your own personal money management, that is financial literacy. So even if you know a little bit or even if you feel like that you can improve, never be afraid to go on EAB click that our link and then just start scheduling us and even if you don't want to schedule us whenever we table a lot of you guys ask ask us questions and we we love that that you guys reach out and you want to make sure that you're doing the best you can to set yourself up for the future so we appreciate you coming to us and then we're also proud of you of learning and wanting to learn
0: Yeah, I I love the way you put that. And I think even if you aren't a student at Tarleton or if you're not a student at all and you're just trying to learn about it, go check out our Instagram at Texans Smart on on Instagram (laughs) and go check that out. We post stuff on there regularly about this podcast, about the things that we're doing in the office. And even if you're not on campus, there's resources that you can go and look at on there to learn more and become more financially literate. But yeah, Kez, thank you for coming on today. I think this was a great episode. And yeah, so thank you all for listening. And don't forget, be well, be ready, be Texan smart.